podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Oh, here we go. It's the Copy Podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. So we'll just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It's a, it's, a, it's a positive episode today, which we are absolutely fucking buzzing about because for the first time in a long time, we're very positive about result. But. Yeah, Liverpool have uh, defeated Aston Villa's under twos four uh, one, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, Tim, uh, are you feeling right now, pal? Are you feeling okay, f- uh, considering where we were about an hour and a half ago? Um, yeah, I think I think there was a, about a twenty twenty five minute spell where I think we looked and created chances like we have done for the last two years. But I thought for the first half after we scored the goal, it smelt like the West Brom game all over again. <laughs> I thought that we, we were dominant in possession and stuff like that, but we weren't really creating any real chances where you thought, oh, we should have scored, or oh, we should have scored from that. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling much more confident. I'm happy Mane, Mane and Salah got, got on the score sheet. That's, yeah. that's brilliant. You know, I think Genie took his goal really well. And I think for me, my stand-up performance was tacky. I thought he was brilliant tonight. I really did. Yeah, Mick. I mean, when you when you look at the, the the game, the way it started, you know, Manny gets that goal in the fourth minute, and you think, right, this was the script, wasn't it? Because we all thought that this was going to be, you know, it's a, a goal fest and all that sort of stuff. Which obviously there was a few goals come, come the end of it, but when you look at the the, the way the game started, we thought, right, we're going one nil up, super. That's the way it's going to go. Now we'll get a goal every couple of minutes. Now we'll get a goal every ten minutes, and then didn't quite turn out like that, did it? In that first half. No, and it was just it was obvious what was going to happen. We were gonna we were gonna get an early goal. It was always going to happen. It was always going to be us having like what I think we had like eighty three percent possession in the first half or some eighty something, which was obviously to be expected with their lineup because they were I think the average age was like eighteen, eighteen and a half or something like that, which is mental. Mm. But yeah, they they acquitted themselves really well. You've got to be honest. Like I know we weren't really? we're not in great form attacking wise, so you could have thrown an under five teams like up against us there, and we would have probably struggled to break them down. The in the, the, the current form we're in, but we got that yeah. goal and they done really well. And then the, <laughs> that goal they scored towards the end, like it highlights as it highlights Reese Williams's lack of pace, which is like our centre half usually Van Dijk and Gomez and Matter, but all pretty quick. So when you don't have them. Yeah, Reese Williams is a good player. I'm not going to slate him, whatever else for that. For that, but he, he gets he's on the wrong side of that. Their 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 fellow gets in behind them really well. The shows the pace and what a finish it was. Like I think he's only 17. That kid and he's like signed from Barcelona and what what a finish. Yeah, I, I, I saw a thing earlier where it said uh, James Milner was actually playing at Villa Park while Barry's man was pregnant. So that's just, <laughs> just fucking just just sums everything up really, doesn't it? So that just sums the game up. Um, but obviously. Staying on the, the the first half, Tim. When you look at it, how the game progressed, the longer it went on, where we didn't get a second goal, it's just adding more pressure, more fuel to the fire for what rival fans are saying about us at the minute. The, the negativity that's flowing around social media, the minutes around Liverpool because of these lacklustre performances, and it did feel like it was like here we go again. But it was, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It was elevated ten times over, wasn't it? Because of the the caliber of the opposition that we were playing, not. It, in terms of calibre, the, the lads don't have the ability. Of course they have the ability, they showed that. And you've got to give the credit to Aston Villa, haven't you? Yeah, for sure. I think they came out and they they saw it as a massive opportunity and they came out with with every idea that they were going to come out and shock the world, you know, and they, they played like that for a half. Um, when push 
came to show up. I think we were better, we were more physical, more more dominant, obviously a more professional team. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the most worrying thing is that often enough when a club goes on a run of form like this, it's because their strikers aren't converting. Um, you know, there's chances there, but, you know, strikers aren't just, just aren't scoring, which has happened over the past two years. You know, we've, we've gone cold spells. Mane, Salah and Firmino have, ha- have had streaks of games where they've not scored. You know, it's, it's, it's not unusual. The problem is that we're not creating those chances for yeah. them to score. So I thought we were actually fairly clinical today, given the fact that we didn't actually create much, or at least certainly in that first half. And you've got to give it to Aston Villa. They came out and they defended really, really well. They lined up very, very well, five in the midfield. And um, yeah, it just highlights a problem that we have when when teams teams seem to have figured out this solution that, you know, we're, we're going to let you guys cross and we're just going to stack the wing that you're crossing from and, and the box. And listen, if you, if you get the odd header, you get the odd header, but we're going to take that chance instead of having you yeah. guys... Playing on the counter, or 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 us pushing up the feet, pushing out, and, and having you guys break us down in the midfield. Yeah, Mick, what the fuck was all that about? Because it just it looked like the same old shit again, didn't it? We're just playing square balls and we're crossing it in, and it just it just felt so fucking boring that we weren't going through the middle and and trying little things. It was just it was really fucking frustrating. Well, it gets. I like. I'm. I know we're not in great form at the minute, but it get. We get. We get too predictable. Like Tim says, like it's like right. We're gonna play it out of the wing. We're gonna cross a ball in. If it doesn't happen, we'll get. We'll shift side to side. But mm. you could see once Thiago came on at half time, like I think his his little ball through to. I can't remember who it was now, but he like he split. He split like the lines, and and then someone was in, and I think we scored off it. I think was it the. I think it was the genie goal, wasn't it? Was it the genie goal? Am I, I, I'm losing track. Probably yeah, was. he split the lines, then the ball had come back out, and then genie just slotted it in from the edge of the area. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. But like I said, mate, when you look at how frustrating that first half was, but you know, we'll come on to Thiago in a minute, um, it, it was it was really annoying because it, it it was sort of like play a few square balls, then put it back to Henderson, and Henderson will play it at the far post. That was the routine for quite a while that first half, wasn't it? And you could see the Villas players gaining in confidence, growing in confidence, which ultimately led to their goal. Yeah, well, like we we scored quite early, and then the the, the still obviously we we were pressing quite a lot, but we weren't really creating anything. That was that was the thing, and they were holding us out quite well. And uh, the lot, like, it's the same thing like we've done in the last couple of games. The longer the game goes on, that, that of course they're going to grow in confidence because they're probably coming into this game thinking, right, we're gonna, we if we concede three in the first half, we've done all right, and they've they've only mm-hmm. conceded one, and and they've ended up going in level at half time. So that confidence was growing. I think we just needed a bit of a change, and obviously once once Thiago comes onto the field, you can see like just those like breaking passes, like just splitting, just splitting like whole midfields. Like he's got that ability to do that. I think Henderson's obviously got that ability, but it's just like I don't know if it's like a confidence issue within the whole the whole squad at the minute that some people are just a bit lacking in that to try and to to, to try that because they don't they want to just keep the ball. I think the, the longer you keep the ball, sometimes it's it's for the worse because, like I know it was a very very young side and but they were set up really well and they, they had like two two banks of uh, defenders, two banks of and then obviously midfield and then like the strikers were were, were running back as well into into the, um, wing back positions to try and stifle our wing play. So it was it was always going to be difficult, but and it's it was probably the best time to play us really considering our recent form. So. We've. I'm. Gl- I'm just glad we've got over the line. Like I'm. I'm. So when we started getting them with the last couple of goals, the first two I didn't celebrate. The third one, I was like, yes, come on. Like just that's the 
the final goal we needed yeah. to try and like get a couple more. And it was like, I'm just, I'm just happy that we've got the win because it seems like a, a long time since you've actually fucking got that. So yeah, yeah. The uh, Tim, the worry of of winning this game was sort of eradicated within five minutes, wasn't it? Because we scored three in five minutes. So you've gone from the real being so fucking pissed off the fact that it's one all, and you think right, we're going into the second half. You know, we've only got half an hour left, and it's still fucking one one, and it shouldn't be. And then within five minutes, it's eradicated. So obviously, uh, Manny gets his second. Uh, with again, nice little loop and header. It wasn't uh, lucky, you know. The, the way he arched his neck, it looked like he was uh, he was obviously trying that as well. Ronaldo with a with with a nice finish, obviously just before that, and then obviously Salah gets gets his customary goal as 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 he likes to do when when uh, we're in high scoring games anyway. So um, yeah, mate, three goals in five minutes. Isn't it? Did you was you like like oh thank Christ for that? A little bit. I'm going to be honest. A little bit. I was starting to to grow a little worried. I mean, it, we had been we had started to look better for about ten mi- ten minutes previous to that to that second goal. Um, so I, I thought, oh, if we if we don't score now, this is this is now going to be a you know we'll start the pressure is going to really build on these guys, and it doesn't look like we're going to get anything out of these game this game, and they might take a chance here. Um, yeah, it it was it, it was incredibly frustrating to watch for essentially an hour, and then within five minutes, the the Liverpool we've come to know over the last two years showed up. The Liverpool that could have torn that tore apart Barcelona in five minutes, the Liverpool that tore apart anyone they came across or could have torn torn apart anyone they came across, came along in it and, and it just blew the game out. But then again, we're accustomed to seeing that for. Instead of a five-minute spell over over an entire game, a twenty-five-minute spell yeah. and us, you know, creating those chances as well yeah. as taking them. So it's it's we need more of that. We need more of the creativity. I think the the introduction of Thiago was was immense. I think that he just his presence on the pitch means that a defense has to has to adjust. I think that they know that he can pick out any ball that he looks at, and I think that they then start to to open up and and the you can find gaps in in that sense. So, yeah, I, I, it it was frustrating, but again, you, it's every reason we love this club because in five minutes they tore apart a team that had been very very solid for the previous sixty. Yeah, true, Mick. When uh, we we talk about the creativity that Tim just mentioned, there obviously we will come on to the player that you spend a lot of time in your room alone. Uh, thinking about, um, but what I want to talk about is uh, Zerdan Shakiri, who comes on and Prattley gets himself two assists. And he can't be locked in Klopp's basement anymore because he is an asset. And OK, yeah, we were playing the Village Young Kids, but obviously they've done really, really well. And it took him and Thiago coming on to, to add that creativity that we've been missing. And um, yeah, so just 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 a word on Shakiri for us, please, Mick. I think he's boss. I absolutely love Jordan Shakiri. It's just that he's not, he can't keep himself fit long enough. And I think if he changes that, I will happily have him around for as long as he wants to stay because he's, you know, you can see he just oozes class. He can play the ball into him at like 300 miles an hour and he'll just control it and just turn and go bang, play it, play it in behind. And he, he's got that, he's got that ability. And we just need to get, get him, keep, get him fit and keep him fit. And if he's, if he can do that, he's, he's in the squad every, every time without doubt because, like I said, two, two assists tonight, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, like having him and Thiago in the same team is like having a cheat code in a way because interchangeable, like passes behind the in behind the defense, picking those little pockets up, making little clever runs, cute cute passes in and behind. 
he's got they've both got everything. So yeah, Shaq, if Shaq can stick around, and I mean, he, I think he's done it too recently, saying he's like he's back now and he wants to prove his worth to the club and to the team. Then yeah, if he's gonna if he's gonna back those words up and um and do, and actually show it on the pitch, then fair enough because we we know he's got class. He's he's shown it and what like when you think of Shakiri since he signed, you think of like United game, you think of the Everton game where we won five two, but it's like they're too spaced. All these memories we've got of them are too far apart. There's too much injuries in between the good moments. Obviously the Barcelona game, the boss ball in Virginia, but the two like it's like. Okay, maybe five moments, but it's like eight, yeah, like mean, six months yeah. apart because he's had an injury in between, and it's like he's got that ability, but we just need to see it more often because he's not getting any younger, and he needs to show it now. Otherwise, he's going to end up going somewhere else and being their star player, and maybe doing really well for someone else. But if he stays at Liverpool, obviously, it's going to be huge for us, and we we need him now, especially more than ever because we're losing, we've lost a lot of key players. So if he can come in and um, and, and prove his worth, then fucking sound by me. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I've got a question from uh, Captain Yellow Shirts. If it wasn't United next, would you bench Salah and play Shaq? I'm always frustrated beyond belief lately. Um, Matt Ramirez, um, you know, his internet's clearly working. He's not on with us, which we were absolutely gutted about. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe maybe he's just had, you know, too many bevies. Maybe he's just sat on his balcony. Uh, but Matt, we love you and we miss you. Um, but he he's makes a good point, doesn't he, Tim? It, it's... Because Matt would have said it on the show anyway, because I know Matt's, Matt said this quite a while about making changes like that and making ball change, and Matt's got a really good point there. Would, would you do that? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, he is the one man that on the field that I would trust to get a goal in every big game, in every big moment. You know, he's he's that guy. He's our guy. He's the goal scorer. He's, he's that person for us. And I think that taking him out would significantly reduce our ch- reduce our chances of scoring game to game. Now, what I would do is probably throw Shaq into the midfield, maybe play a 4-2-3-1 and throw him in at number 10. But to, to take what, the person who has been our top scorer this season, the top scorer over the, well, since he's come in, who scored 100-plus goals in the three, three and a half, four seasons he's been with us, mm-hmm. not quite. Not not yeah. not there yet, and he can he can not score for another ten games, and I still wouldn't change my mind about that. Yeah. No, fair enough, mate. And at the end of the day, Shaq set up the goal for Salah. So if Salah was on the pitch, Shaq sets that goal up, and no one puts it in the back of the net. Obviously, uh, Mick, uh, are you agree with him that uh, Salah plays against United regardless? I am. Yeah, uh, for, like you, you know how much I love Mo Salah. He's a little beautiful bastard, as my little um, beer mat. Shout out to whoever made this. Don't know who it was. Can't remember. But um, yeah, I love I love Salah. He's, he's the first name on team sheet for me because he's like I know he's not been he's not been in great form recently. But we were saying this in preseason. We were like, oh, Salah doesn't look quite on it. Then he gets. I think he got attack into Leeds and he just absolutely bangs in loads of goals. So yeah, doubt him at your pedal because it's it it wouldn't like Tim said it wouldn't surprise me if we got United come next Sunday. He, he, oh bags a couple and wins the game for us or he gets the only goal and wins the game for us so he would be the only person I wouldn't take out obviously man is a close second at the minute but um yeah four two three one sounds good it just it you, does how yeah. you, how, you, how you fit that in and it, just, it all depends on how they set up as well so I think yeah, Shaq is obviously a, a bench option for now obviously I don't know 
he played well tonight, but in terms of fully fit, fully fit and match fitness, match sharpness, he's probably not quite there yet because he's only just came back. So um, bench option coming off, maybe 60 minutes if we need a goal, absolutely. Yeah. Well, when we're looking at it here, and Mick, I'll just stick with you on this one. I'm just looking at the stats now. So obviously uh, possession was 83%, which you know is, is no surprise there, with 29 shots at goal. Um, so again, it, when you look at that on paper, you think, right, well, that's the tail of, tail of the game. Um, and the way people expected it to go but obviously we know different from the first half but one of the, the things about that 83% possession because a lot of that work in that second half went through a particular player and that is our number six Thiago who comes on the pitch and I just want to spend a few minutes now just chatting about him of just how fucking lucky are we to have this player because he's absolutely incredible albeit yeah we're playing against a team that are inexperienced and all that sort of stuff but still some of the no-look passes, the, the, the balls into the channel where you're expecting it to go out wide and it goes straight to the feet, which leads to a goal. Um, it's hard to, to sum him up, really, isn't it? Especially when a player that's made, what, five or six appearances and he's making impact the way he does. Yeah, I, I've got no words for the fella. I absolutely love him. Like I've said a couple of times, I'll get me kit off for him. But uh, he's just... he's just, he's just, Tweet him, mate, he might let you. He's just, he's just an absolute, he's a joy to watch. He's an absolute joy. Like, he's just, the way he passes the ball, I've never seen anything like it. Like, he's just, he's just, I could watch him just passing a ball five yards all day just to a brick wall and back. That, that's how much I rate him. Like, he's just, he's terrific. And it's, it is a shame that he's had these injuries, like, and he's not, he's not played. Like, I think that, that was his fifth game today, weren't it, for us? Which is like, when we signed him, we were hoping he was going to be a main fixture in the team. And, <coughs> Shake up the midfield, maybe, and give us a bit that, a bit that creativity in there. But and he's and he's proved that, but he just hasn't been on the pitch enough to to show it. Uh, obviously, the the passes like the pass I said before to I think it was through to was it through to Shaq or was it to Genie? It was some I can't remember now, but it was through to someone. He just basically cut the lines completely, and it's like usually our midfield would just play that out to the fullback, and he's just like right, fuck this, I'm going to swerve that straight through the midfield, cut it open, and then we're through. And the, like midfield and defenses panic at those balls, like they pa- absolutely panic, and they'll panic when he gets on the ball because he can produce mag- like magic moments like that. Like, albeit obviously we know that they were a hugely very young team and they've done really well, but he's he can do that against the best teams in the Premier League and in the best teams in the world. So I can't wait to see that on Sunday and that next Sunday I mean and um, I'll be surprised if he doesn't start because we need that in midfield and it's not even that it's not even it's not even just the creativity it's the it's the passing like I've mentioned it's the he's great in the air it's the tenacity and the challenge it's he's got everything I think people don't really appreciate that because I've got a few Man United mates who say like oh he's just a show pony he's just that he's just a one trick pony who just he's got good passing and good dribbling maybe and that's about it but the the ability in the air and the tenacity and the challenge and like the you can see the leadership on the field like telling people where to go they're running into space to go give me the fucking ball like give me it now and like I'll I'll sort the attack out leadership yeah. skills like he's got he's got everything and like you said Jay we're so lucky to have him in this team because we need someone like that now who can drive us out of I know it's only a small blip but if anyone can do it he can. Well, that's the thing, isn't it, Tim? That the blip that we're in at the minute has cost us dramatically because we should be quite comfortable um, at the top of the league, albeit with City and United having games in hand. And obviously, that isn't the case right now. So, you know, I'm just looking now where the fourth round um, of the FA Cup is now. So, when you look at it, the fourth round proper is the 23rd of January. So, again, we're now through to the next round. The draw is being made on Monday, I believe. 
So the fixtures are going to pile up now, aren't they? And if, when you look at the priorities and all that sort of stuff, obviously everyone expected us to to, to sort of get through uh, tonight um, based on the, the, the team that we were playing. But when you look at what what's happening now in the league, it's quite difficult to predict now, isn't it? Because we it's a worrying time, but with Thiago playing the way he is at the minute and Mick saying obviously he needs to start, that's he can be the catalyst, can't he? <clears throat> Excuse me, because if we beat Manchester United and he's the catalyst too, we can go on a run there which can just see us stay at the top of the league. And obviously we have to wait for City to decide what they want to do with their games done. But it can definitely give us a kick up the arse, can't it? Yeah, I think that <clears throat> Thiago or Liverpool signing Thiago was every Premier League manager's worst nightmare because it was like as we've experienced over the last few weeks when he's not quite been in the squad or he's just coming back. Um, teams are starting to figure out how to play against Liverpool and loading up at the back and, and giving us real problems, breaking teams yeah, down. Good point. But putting that man in the middle means that they can't do that. And not only does that open up the game that we've been good at for two, two and a half years and, and dominated world football with, it allows us to expand that and actually add something else to it, which means that mm. they not only have to defend Trent and Robbo and Mane and Salah on the wings, they now have to probably defend balls through the middle and all, all that kind of stuff. So he he is quite possibly as important as any player we've had in terms of the run we're about to make. Yeah. In terms of this being a busy schedule, this is the business end of the season. If we're going to win the Premier League, the next month and a half will probably win it for us. In terms of we need to get as many results as possible out of the out of the next month and a half and put distance uh, between us and the two Manchester clubs. And if Chelsea go on a run or if, if anyone else goes on a run, because if we continue, you know, we've, the last three games we've drawn two and lost one, that's that's the first time in three years that's happened. You know, so it's it's not, you know, comfortable ground for us. So we really need to take come out and striding kind of like into February and, and March and, and really put some distance between our clubs, especially considering the fact that man you know, Man United can't really play they struggle playing twice a week and their European fixtures are starting up again in a couple of weeks. Uh worth our European fixtures are starting up in a in a month or so and you know it's it's really kind of important that we kind of get as much as we can out of the next month. Yeah. Make your thoughts now with after that performance. Can we give, you know, it's going to give the lads a lot of confidence. We scored four goals in a game, which is great. We've not done that since, obviously, since Palace. But obviously, and then Thiago's played the way he is. He's obviously going to start the game against Manchester United, and he stays fit. It's encouraging, isn't it? And this could be the catalyst now to, to, to go on, hopefully. <laughs> I hope it can be, but it's... The only thing that concerns me, it, it doesn't worry me when we go to, like, we, we bring those big teams to the Anfield or we go to their place. We always seem to raise our game that extra 5% that we need to to get yeah, over the line. Like, it? It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the West Broms and, like, no disrespect, Newcastle who are going to set up and nine, yeah. ten men behind the ball and go, go ahead, fucking try and bring us down. And, like Tim said, we've got Thiago now, but we're kind of, now that he's back in the team, we're kind of going right. All our problems are solved. Thiago's back because he'll unlock the door, and he can only, he can only do so much if yeah, exactly. Like if Salah's not on his A game, which he's not, then that takes out Trent as well because Trent's like, well, I won't play it down the wing because Salah's not in great form, and then that makes puts more pressure on Trent to hold domino effect on the whole team. But tonight was a was a was a good step forward it was a little very little step forward because obviously the level of opposition we were playing they were they done really well 
to fair, yeah, fair yeah. play to Villa. They've done excellently. But we got a win, which was what we needed, especially after going in one 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 at half time. But it's yeah. uh, it's promising signs, and um, yeah, we've got United on seventeenth. Then we've got Burnley at home as well on the twenty first. Then they don't come any easy. We've got the Spurs away twenty eighth, uh, West Ham away thirty first, and then Brighton at home, Man City at home, Leicester away. So it's just like the the sandwich in between them as well. Yeah. So it's just we're just gonna have to. I think I think Liverpool do better when the games are flying. I think I think a lot of fans do worry when there's a like a, a big gap like there is now between between now and, and next Sunday. I think a lot of fans are worrying that um, too much of a break is more of a hindrance than a help. But yeah, tonight was a was a good step forward, and it's obviously Mane got two two boss goals, two boss headers. He's so good in the air. Salah got one. That can even if it gives him two percent. Um, an advantage going into the next game, then then it's all good for us. And I think Thiago another forty five minutes in the legs, also positive. There's a few loads of positives tonight, and we just need to take that forward to to, to next Sunday, which is I just can't absolutely wait for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be boss. It is indeed, mate. Well, you know we're gonna finish on that positive as well, mate, because the only negative right now is my pint empty. So I'm gonna go and get a refill. Uh, that was the match review show. We really appreciate you joining us as well. Obviously, if you join us after the live show again, thank you very much. Please leave a comment. Let us know what you think uh, about the game, and let us know why you think that Liverpool are gonna do going forward. My thanks to Tim as usual. Thank you to Mick as usual, and we will see you next time. Podcast Network.